Hello and welcome to the Mini Gaming Union Podcast for Tuesday, June 22nd. This is, in fact, our post-E3 2010 episode where we're going to talk about our game impressions from E3. I'm your host, Kyle, and I'm here with Alex. Bonjour. Jamie. Hello. And Jordan. What up? Not Michael Jordan, unfortunately. This is a bilingual <laughs> podcast. What's Ooh, Italian for hello? French, English, and Ebonics. I can count to 10 and <laughs> 10 in Korean. Minigap is our community show for the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast series and the Life War Network series. And of course, the Gaming Union Forums. This episode, we're going to talk about our you know impressions of games, as I just, just said. Of course, you can catch us on Gaming Union and iTunes. And we're produced by Gaming Union and TweaksMusic.com. Okay, so uh, favorite games. Uh, I mean, who, who wants to kick it off the most? The uh, most. I'd say Jordan. Jordan? I want to kick it off the most, yeah. Oh, you, you said right. something first. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a boy. Um, all right, yeah, games. Uh, so what are we, we're just going to say our top games? Yeah, you, we made a little list beforehand. And uh, in case you forget, I got it here. But I, I got mine. Um, and I mean... When I was asked this question, I've been asked by tons of friends who didn't go to E3, like, what was my best of show? And I found it kind of hard to pin down because I found this year there wasn't one thing that really blew everything else out, but there were there was a ton of good stuff. Right. So I have, like, four games that really stood out to me, but even that, there's a bunch more. But uh, I think ones that really stood out for me were uh, Red Faction Armageddon, uh, Rage... Dead Space 2, and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. You want to take us through those a bit? I, I, did any of you guys see uh, Red Faction besides Jordan? No. Oh, lucky. Daryl did. Dar- oh. I stood in a robot of it, but... Oh, yeah. The how was THQ that? Booth. It was exciting. It was my gaming rig. That's the uh, potentially... <laughs> that that's the potentially $200,000 robot. No, those were the Space Marines. Yeah, and the like the chaos rings. and the orc guy, yeah, those were the two hundred thousand dollars suits. Well, what are you are you talking about? That giant one that you could shoot out of? Yeah, no, the yeah. one you like go up on top. Yeah, and they like take a video of you. Right. Okay. That's, yeah. That was a different one. I don't know. That's got to be expensive too. Probably. <laughs> I've had this debate a few times about how much those suits might have cost. I think two hundred dollars, two hundred thousand dollars is a stretch, but maybe. And THQ's booth was pimped out. So they had a lot of red faction. Stuff there. Red faction. What impressed you? Uh, well, basically, Gorilla, well, it was one thing in particular, because Gorilla was this huge open world where you could destroy anything you wanted, it was just a ton of fun, and a lot of people were worried that with this game, they're taking it underground, so people were worried that it wasn't going to be as open world, and there wasn't going to be as much destructibility, and just sort of fun messing around. Cave-ins aren't as fun. well... I mean, the one thing they started it off, and they show you this uh, giant, yeah, cave environment, and it's still pretty big. But as soon as they pull out their first weapon, which is the magnet gun, I was completely sold on the game. And this gun basically is your all-purpose destructibility gun for the entire game. And right. So basically, <laughs> it's really simple too. You uh, you shoot it at one thing to mark it, and then you shoot it at something else. And as soon as you shoot the second thing, both of those two markers are immediately drawn together. So you can shoot it at one wall and then shoot it at, like, a car. And the wall will be ripped off the building and magnetically drawn into the car. So basically, you shoot this at anything and it just rips buildings apart. You barely have to do anything and you just watch 
awesome things happen. <laughs> Having fun with the physics engine, but it's, exactly. it's actually fun. G- oh, it, I did not get to play it. It was a live demo, but it looked really cool. Right. And that's just one gun. As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, day one, bye. But, day uh, one. <laughs> but I mean, and they also showed a new gun, which lets you reconstruct things that you've already destroyed, which is kind of cool. And the example they showed was there was this broken down building and he was taking heavy fire and he needed shelter. So he went into the bottom of the debris and used this gun to sort of reconstruct the basement level of the building and give himself some cover for a bit so he could like stock up on ammo and, and reheal a bit and then bust it out of it again. Uh, what else did they show? They showed like a mech suit just destroying things. Sounds uh, Pretty sweet. I mean, I didn't play the first one, so I can't really speak to... The Gorilla wasn't the first it's... one. Red Faction's been around for a while, but Gorilla yeah, was yeah. That's the reboot. Right. But... How, how about Rage or Dead Space? Uh, well, let's see. Just to close the book on Armageddon, I guess. Um, they said it was going to be more sort of story-focused and sort of overall more focused. Um, but yeah, it looked really good. So check that out. Um, Rage... Any of you guys see Rage? You were you were Bethesda. I was at Bethesda, but uh, Colin went and saw the Rage video while I played the games. <laughs> Ooh, honestly, Sounds I like did a good trade off. I did a bit yeah, of both. It was, it was pretty good. <laughs> I did a bit of both, and I'm gonna say that seeing Rage was better than actually playing Brink. At least I thought. <laughs> but I like Brink though. I really I I enjoyed it. I thought it just looked really rough, and like it, there was all kind of bugs when I played it. Well, they but, like they showed it off for the first time ever last year, uh, so I was kind of like, okay, you know, still pretty early. The one thing I did think was really cool to check out, like uh, it almost had the kind of parkour thing where yeah. if you just run up to things and yeah, it automatically runs up stuff. Yeah, you just jump on over it. That was cool. Jump over it. Yeah, I like that a lot. But uh, other than that, I don't know what was really good about Brink. I don't know what was. <laughs> How about uh, Rock Band Three? So, I know, I know, Jamie can jump in this one as this well. Is, this is my time. All okay. right, we're going through. <laughs> oh, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, uh, okay. Well, just wrap these up, I guess. Rage, Rage looked incredible. Graph, like visually, it looked incredible. Um, have you guys like seen any videos of it? Or oh anything? yeah, 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 yeah. Do we have any it, idea when it's expected? They said. What did they say? Uh, I think spring 2011. It's first half of next year they're targeting. Q1. But uh, it's like a hybrid shooter uh, racing game almost. They didn't show much shooting, but they just kind of... It was a half-hour demo, and they took you through like five environments, just kind of skipping to different parts of the game just to show you all the different things that, that they could do. And so they just kind of showed like a slummy village, uh, like sewers, a giant kind of desert canyon area right like a radiated city and the coolest part of the demo they had a huge tease at the end of it and you're in this city getting swarmed by all these little creatures you fight them off and then a big boss comes you fight him and as soon as you're done that you're like oh thank god okay and then this even like bigger shadow of the colossus sized beast starts like ripping through the city tearing buildings apart and as it's coming at you, you start shooting it because they wanted to show you like this is happening in real time. But then as it's coming towards you, it's just like rage. And then, uh, and then the lights came up and I was like, oh, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? That looked awesome. Um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. You guys, that was a good one. Yeah. Did you check it out? 
Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you guys, tell? you guys both saw it. Yeah, I saw it with you guys. I mean, you've played it though. I played the uh, the multiplayer. multiplayer. Um, I mean, I mean the series in general. I haven't played Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. What do you think of the single player stuff they showed? It looked really good. I think the that cutscene was pretty uh, pretty wicked looking. Oh Which yeah. Which one? The, the beginning the one. The intro part. Yeah. Yeah. Because you a see cool the characters trailer. come back and you're like, wait, what? How? What? Like they yeah. bring all these guys back and it's like, yeah, now you got to kill them. I right. liked how uh, again have at it. I liked how they had that like live action trailer, and then later in the demo, they basically did that exact scene in the yeah. game. That was cool. I think um, it'd be cool that team based stuff they're showing off, where you can like collect other assassins to help you out, like ones that'll go like wipe out dudes. It's like, all right, whistle, take that guy out. All right, there's guys there, shoot arrows at them. I think I'm guessing that that part they showed us though, when you had full control of your team, had got to be late in the game because yeah. it looked so easy of the stuff they were showing. Yeah, well, like, and he said it was like a team thing where you go around and build those guys up, so right. it gets easier as you go. And they they always turn the difficulty down too. <laughs> I mean, to, yeah, they don't get they, owned like well, oh, the game. part they showed too. It was so early <laughs> that there wasn't even any HUD. There was not even a HUD, so they were just pressing buttons because they knew what buttons to press. Like it's it was it was really early. Yeah. Well, the, you know, some some people turn off the HUD in Assassin's Creed. Just yeah. For like, well, I remember experience. he was saying too. He was saying that they don't have any of the over like the overhead stuff. Right. Like nothing of UI was actually like really implemented yet. Right. It it still looked really good though. Like the first scene they showed us where uh, Ezio's villa is getting sort of is under siege. Yeah. And there's all kinds of like boulders coming and destroying buildings and arrows flying in. It just looked really good. I thought. Yeah. And then even the parts with um like the combo, like the chaining the attacks. Yeah. That looks really cool cuz that does I know the combat was really like odd in the last game where it was like waiting, waiting. Oh, okay, now he's going to attack. Now I know to hit yeah. the button. Yeah. It, so this yeah, one's like way better. Yeah, I guess it it is a nice addition. Uh I didn't think it was that like that much of a game changer, but just like more Assassin's Creed really. Yeah, like I think it'll speed up the maybe. action though. It'll be a better combat system as well as being like an insanely great like free running sort of thing. I also thought it was cool that he said Rome, uh, the only announced city for the game. I noticed he said that. Yeah. But, uh, the guy was demoing it for us, but he said um, that Rome would be what two or three times the size of Venice. Yeah, he basically Assassin's said Creed he too. said yeah he said it yeah. was going to be like almost the size of all the maps mashed together. Basically, yeah, into that, one. That's pretty cool. In fact, it Massive. is all the maps mashed together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not as impressive. That field, actually a park. <laughs> yeah. That looked great. Um, the multiplayer <laughs> well, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all great. Um, the multiplayer was cool. I played some of that. But I mean, it was kind of hard because sometimes at these events, you end up playing with people who are terrible at the game. Yeah. No. And I mean, like, I think. Were you surprised? E three. I well, like, I think I was playing with like executives, which was probably <laughs> the problem. They just had no idea what was going on because the mode I was playing was you were assigned one person to assassinate, and then someone else is assigned to assassinate you. And there's six people, so it's just kind of a constant like cat and mouse. Right. You're chasing someone, someone's chasing you. And I kept hunting down these people and just killing them really easily because nobody was actually really trying to be stealthy. It was the PR people behind the curtains. It may be, just <laughs> making me look good. Yep. But, uh, but uh, 
Like, I noticed the only times I really got killed was when I broke cover to go assassinate someone, and then someone would see me do it and come up and kill me. But, uh, I guess once people get into it and, like, sort of learn the strategies of it a little better, it could right. be a fun it's mode. it's kind of a unique mode. It's not like some sort of team deathmatch. It is, yeah, it's pretty different. It's pretty different because there's a lot of risk-reward for everything you do. If you run quickly to chase your own guy down, you're exposing yourself. Whereas if you take a lot of cover, your guy may get away or it'll take you longer to get him. Right. But the person who's chasing you likely won't find you. So I, don't know, I thought it was pretty cool. All right. I think you've got to move on for the sake of time. Alex, Jamie? What do you got? Well, I mean, my favorite game obviously is going to be uh, New Vegas because... I'm a Fallout junkie, and I got to play it for like an hour, and it was amazing. Basically, you got you got an hour of time with it. Oh yeah, the whole, I went through the whole demo. Really? So, and <laughs> plus uh, the guy before me was playing it, and he just went and killed everyone. And then he's like, "Hey, you want to finish this up?" <laughs> so <laughs> I just went and do this right. You know, wiped out a whole village on his behalf. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah! I've noticed. I've noticed myself again. saying it oh, quite a bit more. Right yeah. I know. I've been throwing a couple in just because, you know, just a you say sly that. winks. You're slipping up. You're no slipping way. up. I don't slip. Um, but, I mean, it's it's really close. It comes out in October anyway, so it's it's almost done regardless. But uh, there's still a couple animations that need to be fixed. You can really tell. It looked like Fallout. Like, it, mm-hmm. it looked a lot exactly like Fallout 3. I didn't actually play it. I watched a guy play it for a while. But I guess if you sat down with an hour with it for an hour that's pretty cool but i almost i couldn't get into the demo because i was like oh it's fallout like you really got to sit down for a few hours and invest some time in this yeah and the stuff they were showing like did you do like the casino like mini games and all that that was like the first thing the guy showed and i was like why are you showing this this is such a minor (laughs) thing it's like kind of boring i was yeah they said they had like one new game that was special to fallout called caravan and i'm like oh can you show me that he's like no (laughs) <laughs> we're not showing that so we got this like, really cool thing but uh you can't see it yeah here's blackjack and roulette i wonder what that's gonna be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what they like the next thing i saw was like the team sort of strike where you're like working with other guys to you get teleported to this ncr camp you have to find the commander and then you you um you get this mission so you have to find them but uh you have to like go through the desert and then you rendezvous with the team and take out the camp. So it's it's a lot more fallouty, wandering through the wastes. It's it's sweet. And they of course they've added for this one they've added the whole uh, aim down sights view for pretty much all the guns. Iron is, sights. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is wicked for all the people who complained about Fallout Three not being shootery enough. <laughs> Am I not shootery enough for the shooter club? So wrap up thoughts on Fallout New Vegas? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be the best. Oh, I yeah. kind of thought that Rage kind of reminded me of, like the Fallout atmosphere, but like Definitely. a much better shooter. Obviously they don't have like the uh, they don't have the same dialogue stuff as Fallout. Yeah, the whole RPG do what you want element. Yeah, it yeah, it gave me that vibe, but just like a much better shooter, same kind of cool world, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Jump Gate Evolution. I checked that out with uh, with Nick. I saw it last year too, and that what? looks really wicked. What it's, is that? It's basically it's an MMO, but it's space combat. But it's not like Eve Online, where you're basically just launching missiles and watching them fly away. It's all Twitch based, so you actually have to 
pilot your ship and blast them there. So it's like it's like an MMO for the FPS player, but full 3D space combat. And like the levels are enormous. Um, there's there's a lot where you you just boost over, and then you'll see like a planet in the background, and you can fly around that planet. Just like fly to it, whoop, fly around, come back. Um, they were showing us a gameplay demo and one of the possibilities to happen, like depending on the order of objectives that you complete, this moon explodes and becomes a giant laser that you have to blow up before it wipes out your fleet. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. One thing that... Uh, Who's that making it? It's um, Codemasters is like publishing it with Gazillion and they're, they're the Gazillion. ones who are making it. But it looks it looks wicked. It's improved a lot from last year, and uh, it's a lot easier like fly around too. It's gonna be Easy. exciting. A, a good space MMO that won't put me to sleep within twenty minutes. Old Republic maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see more of that. Didn't see anything. And how about uh, Civilization Five? The more I hear about Civ, the more I think that I I don't know why I like I haven't been playing it the whole time because like. There, I heard stuff about like the cultural victories and that all like the different ways you can win, and I'm like, that is awesome. Like, I I got to get into Civ. Yeah, this that's actually. Uh, I was watching Civ Five. I didn't get to try it out, but uh, it was a pretty short video, and just watching that because I've heard a lot about Civ, and I've had friends that have been completely torn apart by it. So I bought Civ Four uh, two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And it is it is extremely addictive, and now I absolutely can't wait for five because they eliminate a lot of stuff that was kind of, you know, unbalancing the whole war aspect of the game. Like in four, you can stack pretty much an unlimited amount of units on one tab or on one tile. Sorry. Right now, you can only do like one per tile, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you can't have just a stack and just keep sending them in. You have to show it. Yeah, it has to be represented on the map as it would be. In real life. Mm. Even though they're like 10 times larger than the trees surrounding them. Um, suspension of disbelief, James. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I heard, I I heard some... Uh, these pyramids, I will destroy your city. <laughs> I heard some cool stuff about like you can... If you don't want to fully take over a city and really invest uh, like all these resources in fully making it yours, you mm-hmm. can kind of like install a puppet in the city exactly kind of make it yours but like you'll get the resources but the city kind of operates on its own like they produce whatever they want but you you get everything yeah when you install a puppet regime you you gain some control and like the city doesn't immediately hate you yeah yeah the unhappiness and yeah yeah Yeah, but uh it, it essentially operates as like um a barbarian state like its own city state so it's cut off that's really cool yeah uh, so it, it looks amazing and uh no min spec yet but they were saying to me that they want it to be able to run on like a netbook are they is, making a mac version well it's gonna be on steam so yes, yes. i'm sure i'm sure it will all right the I'm, old one was i'm yeah get, c4 right. is for mac too okay then i'm getting into civ 5 whenever it's, whenever it comes out it's gonna be wicked <laughs> who would you say it's for anyone who likes strategy or Anyone who's played Civ, obviously. But do you uh, mean platforms? <laughs> no, no, I mean people. Oh, okay. I was like, I know oh, people from like kids to the elderly who play Civ. Yeah, it's turn based too. So like <laughs> you don't el- need elderly? You don't need to be like a StarCraft whiz. You can take your time. And that also means like Civ four runs on my netbook almost cranked. 
So I'm really excited. Like anyone can play this game. Sick. I like that. I like that you say that too, because like I like RTSs and all that, but I hate the kind of twitchy micromanaging of games like StarCraft and yeah. all that. So I don't know. Jamie. This sounds awesome. Got quite a few games on the list. Yeah, I probably got a top three of, uh, of games. Before I get into the Sony like fan pile, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start with Rock Band Three. Before I start <laughs> pleasing Sony. Yeah, this is well. This you only is, have two Sony. On, you only have two Sony games on there. Five. <laughs> two, two out of the. Well, I guess if I have five in total, yeah, I mean girl. my top three would be like Rock Band Three, <laughs> which is the best thing ever. Right. Rock Band Three. Yeah, looking that, so good. That was such an awesome demo they gave. Yeah, the guys at Harmonics are amazing. They're so cool. And <laughs> <laughs> now Definitive I'm gonna start pleasing Harmonics. They're so cool. Before we give a sly wink to Sony, we give a sly wink to Harmonics. <laughs> yeah, it's only yeah, natural. It was it was really good. Like the their demo was amazing, and all the stuff they're doing is like okay. You didn't like Rock Band before because you're an actual musician. Well. Now you can still play rock band as a musician and play a real instrument. Yeah, like, it's funny how like out. how does it work? The argument like, oh, I'm not gonna play this because it's not like a real guitar. They're just like, bam. Yeah, they're like owned. Yeah, basically, it's like, oh, it's not even close <laughs> to real is guitar. A real well, guitar. here you go. Here's a real guitar. Play it now. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> how does that work? How, do the, how does it look on the screen? So what it is is there's your six strings on the screen. And it's basically like for anybody familiar with guitar, it's tabs, like guitar tabs, like the notes that you put your fingers on, everything like that. When you have your hands on the on the notes, it actually yeah, senses yeah, yeah. where your fingers are on the guitar and tells you what fret your fingers are on. And if you know guitar really well, it even gives you chord tricks. Yeah, I thought that was so cool that if you if you know the chords by name, like it be a whatever it just shows you like a little letter on it so you can just go to it right away if you know it but at the same time it it teaches you like the way they represent it is they have like only a a small part of the frets on screen at a time but then it'll say like okay we're moving this way like it'll give you cues and then it'll move down for the keyboard yeah yeah Yeah. for the keyboard it'll move down like octaves and Um, if you're a big keyboard player the keyboard that's included with it is a midi little 25 key keyboard but they're making an adapter through Mad Cats that actually lets you plug your real MIDI keyboard into the game. You can use any that. MIDI Man, instrument. Man, that's crazy. I used yeah. to play the piano, so I'm kind of ex- I'm kind of psyched for that. It's awesome. Like it's it's really exciting. I'm probably just gonna get a cheap MIDI keyboard instead of a, Did, like the, the only toy. the only thing about it. Like all this stuff sounds so cool, but it's like this is gonna be such an investment to really get into. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but I mean, is, you have you, all did the you see party a live modes. demonstration of it, or was it? Yeah, video yeah. Of yeah this? They showed, we they showed it, they showed it live action. He played the part, and the funny thing is, I actually know how to play the song they played. It was the hardest button to button, and nice. It was actually the song. I was like, that, yeah, that is it. He's playing it. Yeah, they had he, a full. He plugged it into an amp at the same time, and you could play it live. And he had it going. And it was like I was just wow. gonna say that was the, by far the coolest part when they showed the Fender Stratocaster, and they he played it once with just the regular Rock Band tracking. But then they were like, okay, this guitar is also plugged into a separate amp. You can play it with your own effects, and Rock Band will still track it, exactly yeah. what you're doing. Do you need a special guitar to do this all? I think so. They well, haven't said anything about, uh, like, I know it was a pro, it's a Squire Strat, and it, I know it has specialty buttons and everything on it. I yeah. think it's only that so far. They haven't you do, announced anything. You, yeah, you do need... Uh, you need the one that they made for Rock Band. Like it's a real functioning guitar. I so the great three hundred dollars too. Well, but I mean, you think about it though. Ouch. That's not bad because yeah. it is a real functioning guitar that you can use yeah. on any. It's a it's a real guitar. 
The only reason you need yeah, to buy the it's rock a three hundred dollar guitar. <laughs> but all guitars are that much. Like if you want to buy no. an entry guitar, you got to yeah. You well, and that's that exactly much. what it is. It's like, a Squire Strat, so it's actually an entry level guitar. The reason it needs to be uh, the Rock Band one though is because they put they actually have to put sensors under each fret, so it knows it can sense where your finger is. Like the one thing I thought would be amazing was like okay, if they can somehow figure out how to make it so any like functioning guitar can plug into this, but I, that seems like way far off. But but what they showed now is still amazing. Okay, I don't want to spend three hundred dollars on a guitar, but I'm looking forward to what's new in Guitar Hero. Guitar Rock Band Three for those not wanting to. Well, you spend can that still, much. yeah, you can yeah, still they, play well, your regular what's instruments. New. There's three. There's three groups they wanted to cater to. One was the hardcore, like actual musicians, which is what we covered there. The second group they want to appeal to is hardcore single player guys who are like have been you know really into the Guitar Hero stuff, want to play something really hard. And they give you the full story. And, and now instead of doing like a set list and the game's over, they're actually embedding like a story into it. You're going to follow characters and you're going to go through different venues and stuff. And it's going to be that, a longer campaign. I thought that was more Guitar Hero was focusing on that stuff. Well, this is what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what they're basically catering to is the people who are like, I only play Guitar Hero because I like just metal and I want to play really hard songs. Right. Well, yeah, they have they have some of that. But I mean, yeah, I thought they were also they made a big point of like. They were like, "Oh, we're we're drunk proofing this game." Because they, well, yeah, they wanted also, to go for the party the third group. crowd. That's yeah, the, the big third crowd. group is the party groups and the people who get together to play together. And basically, what they've done is they've done like a party mode. You can drop in, drop out at any time, any menus. You don't have to exit back to a menu to add a band member. You just go in, hit a button, you're there. Right. So you play guitar, you, or if you're failing at drums, you don't want to fail out, drop out, you're done. Um, you can also do uh, band tour modes which now are like mini stories put in. So you actually play a bunch of gigs right. and it's like two to four hours so that you can play a thing. And he's like, yeah, you know, you can play it, go home happy. You know, you've accomplished, something. <laughs> you know, your bands, you know, succeeded. Great job, everybody. So that's <laughs> like a big tomorrow. thing he's done. But he said it, like, it's basically catered to everyone. So now anyone can play guitar or rock band without having to worry about like, Oh yeah, I, I don't like it because of this. Well, now you have no excuse except for money. <laughs> and, yeah. And the uh like the track the the track features they put into I thought were really cool how after you play a song you can rate it and based on how you rate it if you give it zero stars it'll basically never show up again but if yeah, you give it five stars yeah it's almost got like an stars, iTunes genius sort of system yeah if it you also give recommend it, songs on the network to play if you really like certain songs right Snap. yeah so you can really customize your playlists and you can eliminate songs you don't like final and, thoughts yeah. definitely it's awesome. <laughs> yeah that's definitely something I'm picking up right away oh yeah. Who wants, who wants to split with me on it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right I'll, I'm down to split. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the other games I really, really was interested in was Gran Turismo 5 because it's been like six years now and it looks so good and I can't wait for it to come out. I played the demo in 3D and it looked phenomenal. Can somebody and... refresh my memory of when they first like <laughs> teased this game? Well, I think they teased it in 1997. Like, well, the, the last <laughs> game came out in 2004 was when Gran Turismo 4 came out. I think they started teasing Gran Turismo 5 at about 2006. So it's been about four years. 2005, 2006. It's like at four least. or five years now. Showing up Duke Nukem to how to actually you know, tease the game forever and release it. Yeah, because they teased it with the release of the system, and it was like, yeah, here it's coming. Just like the PS4. I can't, I can't yeah. believe it's been two years since Prologue. <laughs> yeah, it's already been two years yeah. since Prologue. Since, which was like a, a crappy demo. So it's like, 
yeah so you know it's it's been a long time and you saw it in 3d too didn't you not i did and the 3d is cool the way it moves at the screen is really awesome but it's not essential but no. It's not oh, it's okay. not something that it, you're like. Does it add to the experience? A little bit, but not so much that you're gonna be like, does I need to get a screen away? TV for this. That it that's no, how no, it's 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 a plus, but not as much as you'd think. That's how I felt about three D in general. Like I played Killzone in three D, Motorstorm well, in three D. Actually that's what I was about to contradict is yeah. Motorstorm is amazing in three D. And that's a game that I'd be like, Wow, I really want three D for this because that was really cool looking. I, I thought it was good too. Motorstorm, I thought was the best thing I saw in 3D. I, I agree with you there, but I still don't think it's like I have to get 3D to play this. Like it, yeah, you wouldn't need it, but oh man, does it look good? In it 3D. would be nice. It, it does. Nice. It does look good. But friggin' stunning. But the just the, overall Motorstorm looked good. Yeah, that track Motorstorm, was really cool. You could tell it was it early, so but you, yeah. you can see that this is gonna be a wicked game. The one thing I thought was interesting about that, the track they showed was it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a circuit. There was no loop. It was just a straight, like you're going from one point of the city to the other. So there's no way you could repeat the course, which I thought was interesting. Like if you're playing that course online, it would be kind of weird because with rubber banding, it works with all like the scripted events. Like when you fly off something, well, they'll I, have I things collapse. I don't know. I thought collapse, it was a lapped. But... I thought it was a lapped course. No, no. Nope. I guess because the way it, it was just, it was literally like sense. straightforward. You're yeah. going forward the entire time, pretty much. Yeah, like a drag. But, but I mean, it was it was just a demo. It was pretty straightforward. It was like a one shot thing. But yeah, it looked good. But Gran Turismo is wow. Yeah, I can't wait. And November second, I'm pumped. Although the big thing I think you do need for this game is a steering wheel. If you're really hardcore into it, you got to have the steering wheel. Right. Yeah, I was playing Gran Turismo four. I think it was actually at your house at the time. But I gave up yeah. after we kind of got rid of the steering wheel temporarily. Yeah, it's. You have to play with the steering wheel. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting one. Like, it's, I mean, it, yeah, it's an investment, but if you want to play it hardcore, that's the way to go. I right. mean, you can play it, and it's still a lot of fun if you're just, like, a car freak and just really want to just play around with the cars. Super car freak. That's fine, but you really want to get a steering wheel. Yeah. Well, uh, surprisingly, I didn't actually see all that much sweet stuff at E3. I kind of sent you guys and uh, the other dudes to see the sweet stuff while I did a bunch of interviews, but uh, I did check out Okami, Twisted Metal, and uh, in particular Mortal Kombat looked particularly awesome, which Jordan's wearing a shorter shirt of right now. Yeah, I got a sweet shirt from Warner. Like, yeah, thanks, Warner, Warner Brothers had good swag. They yeah. really did. Uh, Okami, it's basically just like the PS2 version, except you can, you know, literally use Okami Den. Akami Den. I, I don't know what the Den is for, but it's, you know, basically a puppy. Like this Okami game. DS. Maybe. I doubt it. <laughs> dense. Dense. Yeah. Okami Dense. Um, you can use the stylus, obviously, to draw. Uh, except you have a partner this game. Well, you had a partner in the last game, that's the little bug guy on your, your head, but you didn't actually use him basically ever. You did a few times, but in this game, you actually separate from the human from the dog Navi. at times. He's kind of like Navi, but not as annoying. It was annoying, though. Listen! <laughs> and, uh, Listen! I don't know. The game looks good. The demo was short, but if you like to comment, that'll be sweet. Uh, Twisted Metal. Were you guys surprised by that reveal? Not really. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, particularly. Not so much. It was pretty sweet, though. That, that Only... giant truck on the stage. That was cool. Like, I mean, it was funny just because Jaffe had, like, flat out said he wasn't doing it so many times, but then it was sweet so heavily so rumored. fat. 
Yeah, he really did. The guy who was playing yeah. Sweet Tooth. He looks yeah. so out of shape. Well, I got to play the demo for time. about uh, three minutes, I think. They had, they were on a fast rotation cycle right before the end of E3, but I got to get my hands on that. I used to play the old Twisted Metals. I think I played two and black and maybe one or three. I can't remember, but I played two and black for sure. Those games were amazing, but it's been a long time since Black. Didn't Black like launch in like 2001 or 2002? It was like a PS2 like it was almost a launch title. title. Yeah, exactly. And it was amazing. I mean, Black just had like such massive levels and so many, you know, computers and players in there at the same time. I heard Jaffe saying that this one's like toning it down gore-wise. Like they liked Black, but he thought that it the sales of it were kind of hurt because of like the darker tone. And yeah, that one was T-rating, pretty screwed but... up in a bit. Well, yeah, pretty screwed up. But this one, apparently the controls are exactly the same, but it's been so long since I played it that most of the demo is just getting used to the controls again. But otherwise, it's kind of the crazy car fun again. And that's a, I think it's a good thing. I mean, uh, I was looking for what's really new besides the, you know, the helicopter and the levels. Didn't quite see it just yet, but I got pretty high expectations for it. And it played really solid. I saw one guy's crash though, but you know it's E3 that happens. Yeah, and uh, twisted. No, no, sorry. Uh, Mortal Kombat that just looks ridiculous. Yeah, it looks really good. It's uh, they're really amping up the mature rating, like all the way to the top. Like you literally say you're uh, oh, what's his name? They got the the blade for a hat. Uh, Shanks? No, that's not Shanks. Soon. Uh, oh, I want to say Raiden, but it's... I can only remember like Sub Zero and Johnny. Cage he's and, like, one of the main guys but anyway remember. like for example he'd spin that like a circular saw in the ground and then he'd grab reptile or whatever his name is and drag him through it and you'd see all of it well there were all kinds of like fatalities like that and that's basically what they what they said they're taking the gore to the max and they're gonna have an insane amount of fatalities yeah and the gameplay and does look pretty great i mean it looks smooth yeah the graphics look really crisp, and especially the, the, the looks you know tag team gaming, the jump in, jump out, the collaborative moves and whatnot. I don't play they've, much fighting uh, games, but that looks sweet. They've got it running at 120 frames per second. That's ridiculous. Because they had to do it for 3D, right? Yeah, they had to double it, so now they have it running at 60 in 3D. But uh, like that's why it looks so smooth. Yeah, it's unreal. All right, dudes. It's not Unreal Engine, actually. <laughs> what are your uh, Biggest, uh, or I guess biggest uh, surprises, happy endings, and, uh, you know, disappointments of E3 2010. I got my disappointment right off the bat. If we're, What do we want to start off with? Yeah, let's start no. with disappointments. Sure. Let's take a low note. Yeah, we'll, we'll end on a high note, but my biggest disappointment of E3 was not seeing or hearing anything about The Last Guardian. That was really. Uh, I'd have to agree. I mean, depressing. I, I, I kind of forgot it was going to be there. Well, I you know forgot I should expect it to be there. You're dead to me. I'm sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't understand why it's not there. I mean, the, Sony did have a lot of games there. I can understand it I, not being there. I really just hope that like they're gonna fully unveil it at TGS. TGS. I, mean, I think they're saving such it for a TGS. Japanese studio, right? Yeah. But I mean, though, the only thing that worries me, and I never wanted to say this out loud, but you're gonna, you, you know how, you know how, like this generation, it's taken, especially it's taken Japanese studios yeah, yeah. a little longer to get over the hump with the technology, except for and, maybe Capcom. Well, Capcom's done all right, but I mean, like Gran Turismo, like yeah, all these Final huge Fantasy. Final Fantasy, even Metal Gear, like all these franchises took forever to come out. And 
this isn't a huge team that's making this game. So right. I'm just kind of worried that maybe they're a little uh, overwhelmed, but we'll uh, see what happens. Little Big Planet, small team, big game. Yeah, but they're they're Brits. <laughs> they're Brits. They're machines. <laughs> Jamie? They're crazy. My biggest disappointment was not seeing a new handheld from Sony. I wanted dinner for that, so I'm kind of happy. I'm just depressed about What's it. You? Oh yeah, In and Out just... Burger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this should have been there, but I, I, I couldn't see it being there just because they launched the Go last year. If they, but but it's I mean, Nintendo gone. launched the DSi last year too. So I mean, yeah, well, and the DSi XL. Yeah, I, I really like few months. I so. thought it would be there to to counter the 3DS, but I guess. I guess it makes sense that maybe there was so much stuff going on they wanted to focus on 3D. Like maybe we'll see it also at TGS or Gamescom. It's like, just the knows? way they showed off, and I don't think we will see one at TGS now, just because the way they showed off, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're doing a new ad campaign." Yeah. And I've also heard a lot of news about them talking about, well, "Yeah, we're continuing the 10-year cycle with this PSP as well." And I mean, yeah, it, it's gonna suck for the next four years, so get used to it. You think it's a good I mean, strategy? It looks like they had good games though, but. Like they showed off some cool stuff, but we really don't know like where's PSP going. Like, yeah, what are they going to do? With they're it? doing all the wrong things to reboot it. If they're going to reboot it, they need to do something to just revitalize it and not Marcus because that's stupid. I don't. I it still boggles my mind that they even talked about that at the press conference. Yeah. I was like, why are they talking about? All this? right, Alex, biggest disappointment. Oddly enough, I'd have to say XCOM. It was Ooh. like it was the first time I'd really seen it, and. You know, they were like, it's going to be, it's going to be scary, like really, really weird. And the mission they showed us is you're in the suburbs in the daytime. And, you know, the last part I could see, like, that was pretty sweet. He's getting chased by the, uh, the Titan, but you know, when they're like, it's going to be freaky, like really Bioshock, like scary. It was just kind of, eh. I'm sure the game is going to be awesome, but I just was underwhelmed with what they showed. It me. looks a lot like Bioshock too. It does. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have too much time, so I'll kind of blaze through mine. But mine, uh, while I didn't get to play Connect, Alex did. I'll let him uh, talk about that for a second. But Connect, I think more or less, just Microsoft's huge focus on Connect the whole show, uh, and not really too much on anything else. And it, I think, it boils down to. This coming year, they're going to have to convince people that Connect is better than Wii, and despite the price difference, you're going to want to get it. Also, according to rumors, it's going to cost $190 for it, which means it'll Maybe. be the price of a Wii. I heard Maybe. 150 Yeah, well, apparently there's rumors right now that the unit itself costs 150 to make. They might take a loss on it though. Sony's been taking yeah. losses. Well, on I'm PS3s gonna guess. I'm gonna guess time. like 129. I think it's Microsoft will go if they go Microsoft higher. says there's gonna be a premium with 189 for like a premium connect. I don't know what that'll. I just include. don't understand how they can think this thing's gonna succeed if it's casual. Casuals also happens to be cheap. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be a, a big uh, factor in casual gaming is cheap gaming. Yeah. And Wii is that. I mean, there's not an enormous gap between the functions of the Wii and the functions of Connect. Well, there is really like Connect. You're gonna have to, Connect, they're Connect gonna have to convey a... that in 30 second commercials, and I just i I hope they can do it, but I just don't think they're gonna pull quite off that well. I I, I think they I think they have a, a much better chance just getting kind of euphoria around it, kind of like the Wii had, like the phenomenon. Well, the big thing a lot is more than move. 
just because of like how the technology looks, it looks a lot more futuristic because there is no controller. Like when you see games like Dance Central being played or something like that, where it really tracks your entire body and it works really well. I think a lot of people are going to be like, wow. But yeah, even I mean, if it's not for us, this is I, the catch. If you want to release this and have it sell successfully as a competitor to Wii, don't copy the Wii and make it more expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like well, the that's, PS3 that's or... More, that's more what or Move is. Like this uh, past think, conference from but... Sony, the PS3 controller. Like, remember the PlayStation 3 conference? We're all psyched about it. Like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And it's like five ninety nine, And we all, you know, really depressed. This yeah. conference, you could hear it in the room. It's like, and the controller for Move will be $49.99. Like, everybody's like, yeah, that's a good price. And the nunchuck will be $29.99. We're like, oh. Yeah, it's just, ouch. Connect yeah. if they come out and say you got to get a 360 for 200 or whatever bucks plus this for 100 bucks bundle 399 or bundle you know 359 or 49 or whatever. Well, the, the in move that ballpark is 399, which is even too much. Yeah, really. it's too much for casual. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, the Wii is being sold at a profit now. So if Nintendo really wants to just kick Microsoft in the ass, I think the Wii's the always price. been at a profit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think at the start it was like barely, but now it's like oh yeah, they're making insane amounts of money. All right, running low on time. What what are you guys happy about? What what are you guys uh, nothing? Best of (laughs) best of E three. Surprises. Um, Like we're looking at disappointments. What are you overjoyed about? I'm very happy that Gran Turismo Five is coming out before the end of the year. (laughs) I said I said my games like that I really liked. Some things I didn't get to see, but I heard about. And Uh, we're looking for number one. Well, oh, well, number one, I I can't I can't say number one. In terms of bigness, I think the 3DS announcement's the biggest I was going to agree. That's my number one for sure. I checked it out. I mean, the whole crew of GU is kind of here and there about their impressions and reactions of it, but I personally, I really like it. I think As it's a just general a audience visual thing, upgrade, it's going to be like huge. It. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely applies to everyone. As for my biggest surprise, um... I'm going to say Fallout. I was a little concerned when I first saw the trailer and it was like October 2010. And I was like, ha, good luck. But uh, after playing it, like it needs a bit of polish and extra love. But uh, it's I'm excited. I'm super excited now. Jordan, I guess, you got it? Well, I got, I don't have my number one, but I got my surprises. Like seeing a new game from that game company. I really want to check out Journey. Um, I also really want to see more of Portal 2. Some of the yeah, stuff like we heard about yeah. that just sounds incredible. So those games, I guess, um, Journey definitely was a big surprise in how they're going with it. And some of the stuff they're talking about for multiplayer, almost kind of like Demon Souls kind of stuff, sounds really cool. So I guess Journey, my biggest surprise. All right. Well, that's kind of the the tail end of our show. You can find Minigup in the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast feed on iTunes and GamingUnion.net. And we're also, of course, part of Liveware Network. And make sure to join the GamingUnion.net forums to jump in on the discussion. We're going to be returning to our regular podcast schedule now that E3 is over. So, Alex, Jamie, Jordan, E3 2010 was pretty good. And I get, you know, see yeah, your, yeah, your it was awesome. So good. Amazing. Abiento. Aloha. <laughs> Hello and goodbye. And I'm Kyle saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and gamingunion.net production. <laughs>